Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Here we go. Round three is in the bag um, for AFL. Yep. Um, so we'll do our review of round three and then look at uh, see what's coming in for round four. So we'll start get straight into it. Let's start from the stop. Friday night, Collingwood, St Kilda at, uh, at the G. Um, again, it happened a, a few times this year. First quarter was just absolutely cracking. Wasn't it? It was good to see, especially Saints got out of the blocks, you know. Yeah. Got a good start. It was just, it was great footy all around. Um, and then, you know, uh, Collingwood stepped on the gas and way they went. Yeah, um, well, after the after the first quarter, it seems like um, Collingwood sort of put their foot down and yeah. got their running going and Swan got his hands on the ball. And he looked like the Swanee of old. Yeah, and, didn't uh, he? Because um, I think Penelbury, I'm surprised he even lined up because he was under injury cloud. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Rashido, uh, Rashido, uh Rewalt pulled out before the game. Uh, Sidebottom was... Uh, yeah, Sidebottom broke his thumb or, or something like that in, yeah. um, in, in the game against Brisbane. Something like that. So I think he might be a week or two. Um, but with um, Rewalt uh, out, means Paddy McCartan got his first game. Yeah, yeah. The, the big number one draft pick. Um, looked like a little bit too early for him, though. Yeah, probably a little bit too early. But um, I think St. Kilda, they, they have showed a lot of good promise. And I think with Rewalt out, it might be a similar situation to um, uh, Gold, Gold Coast. Coast. Yeah, I knew where, you Gold Coast. Where yeah. the stars out and the young kids... It seems like it gives them sort of that their own permission to run their game and, and do what they want to do and play the type of footy they want to play and find their place. Yeah, exactly. Um, you got to find your own game. You can't be just all right. Well, our big long leading tall marking forward's gone, so we need another big long leading tall yeah. marking forward. It just doesn't work like that. You can't get another rewalt. Exactly, and I mean, but they had that. Um, you know, there were strong points, and they definitely could take something away from the game, especially for the way the young players played. And I think memory. Yeah, you know, not too bad of a game for a young young player. Yeah, I, I forgot about him playing against um, quality opposition as well. Yeah, I only remember because he's in my super coach team. Yeah, so, <laughs> um, yeah, and also for the Saints, I thought um, uh, Shane Savage had a good one. Yeah, he did um, actually. He, he was a bit shit when he, he last year in the first couple of games. Yeah, um, especially I think Anzac Day he had a shocker. Yeah, um, for St Kilda, and then he turned out to be all right because um, I always liked him in Hawthorne. So I think he might have picked up a niggle or something um, halfway through the match. So I think he came back on there. He's a pretty. Um, yeah, he's a he's a brave player. He's pretty hard at it. So I think Nichols is going to be yeah, part of yeah. his game for, forever. Um, yeah, now the other two big things coming out of the game: um, Jamie Elliott taking an absolute screamer. Yeah, it was too. And I said everywhere, no way he was at a mark. But yeah. geez, I'm glad they pay it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you want to see more of that happening as well. I don't mind at all. I mean, it's against the rules um, yeah. technically, but yeah, it doesn't matter. I agree. Um, and Travis Clark kicked yeah. five from about twenty. Opportunities. Yeah, exactly. Oh, we were talking about it last week, and you know, it was uh, myself and Josh last week talking about it. But it's yep. still the same thing. Like professional key forwards, and he's twenty nine or, or something like that. So it's not like he's new to the game. Yeah. Can't kick straight. It kind of reminds me of trying to piss after sex. They're like, <laughs> there's no reason why you should miss, but for whatever happens, they go come out at right angles. And are you saying maybe you should sit down to shoot up. goals? <laughs> oh yeah, uh, I don't know. How do women kick goals? <laughs> <laughs> maybe he's a backman. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought watching the game. I'm like, mate, you can't kick straight. Center half back. Yeah, yeah, you exactly. You're just gonna have to accept it. Yeah. Um, yeah, look, look, it's worked before. I mean, Trent Crowe was a, a power forward that turned into um, a, a key backman and, and an all-Australian key backman. This is true. Too, I think. This is true. So it wouldn't be the first time. Uh, Chris Tarrant. Yep. It was the yeah, Australian um, forward and back. At, at both, both ends of the ground. So, I mean, they've got troubles down back because they've, they've lost a few players. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, maybe they should. And um, I mean, you can see... It, it, They've got every reason to try and try that out, except who they're going to get to fill the hole that he's going to leave theoretically up forward. Up forward. Well, Jesse White should be filling that hole. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, he's been all right this year, actually, Jesse White. Yeah. 
you just never know what you're going to get with him. He, he looks like he should be a mixed martial artist, I reckon. Jesse White. Yeah, he's got that build, that sort of height. and He's got the Collingwood tats. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, I think, uh, yeah, that one went the way it was. And uh, I incorrectly said that um, Collingwood were 0-2 going into this game. They're actually 1-1. So now they're 2-1 yep. into the big Anzac Day clash. But yep. um, anyway, they're, they're not looking so bad. Um, the other, the big rivalry match at the G on Saturday, um, Carlton Essendon wasn't as much of a flogging as uh, thought it would be. No, no. I mean, it looked like it could have been a hiding at some stage. Um, although Chris Yaron certainly took his own hiding into the game. Yeah. What a weird little incident. It was, wasn't it? But um, um, I mean, there was the niggles and Chappie gave him a nice little elbow to the ribs. Um, he took the swing. I didn't think he connected. No, I, I didn't thought, either. I thought, Chappie, yeah, you put a bit of mayo on that one, champ. Yeah. But then he, he got the cut. Yeah. The cut was good enough that, you know, a USC ref would have went, hey, we have yeah. to have a look at this. Yeah. And they gave him the concussion test as well. Yeah. Well, that's... I actually found out what that was, where they were staying on the on the match, where um they've, they've got a, a set of tests for, I think it's like mental acuity uh, or acumen. acumen. Uh, I'm not sure. Some sort of problem-solving test. They do it pre-season. Yeah. And then... To set a base yeah, rate. Yeah, to set, set their... Whatever the delta would be. And, um, yeah. And then they've got to do that do after the concussion. If they yeah. get lower, then they get to come on. Um, I, I do... I can't remember who it was, but there was one or two players that have had the concussion test during a game and have actually scored higher. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, okay. We'll so it's not an exact science, this, this concu- yeah. concussion test. But, um, anyway. um, but I think Carlton actually showed something for a change. Um, yeah. Their first quarter's been great in rounds one and two, but at least it's as much as a four-quarter effort as they've ever put in. It is. And I mean, it, it is, it's good to see they didn't give up. They came back in the last quarter and tried to do something, you know what I mean? I mean, it's still just a respectable loss, but yeah. it, it, it's better than what they've had. Yeah. And I mean, you, you'd like to say that effort isn't enough, given in those those circumstances, but unfortunately, I think Carlton are kind of at that, that level where we just want it's going to get a little bit, little bit worse before it gets better. Yeah, and they, they've said the big uh, rebuild word during the week, which you know is great because everyone else has been saying it for 10 years. Yeah, but... it's good, good to see they've come on board with a coach. That's going to be funny. But anyway, uh, they're um, winless so far, and I, I don't know who they're going to beat. They might beat Brisbane. Yeah, um, they'll, they'll probably beat Tigers at the back end and put them out of the finals. <laughs> only, they'll only beat the Tigers if it means you'll stay yeah, in the finals. Yeah, yeah exactly. So up ninth or whatever it is. <laughs> um, on to a very interesting game in Adelaide, Melbourne, over pissing down at Adelaide Oval. Yeah. Um, one of the, I think, great um, little videos the AFL put on their uh, page was yep. uh, Bernie Vince versus Dangerfield. Yeah. Um, did, did you see it at all? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. God damn, it was good to see. Oh, no, sorry, right. I didn't see the, the video. Um, I something else. So, Bernie Vince obviously went out with um, the task of stopping Dangerfield by any means necessary, yeah. and he took it to, to mean that. Yeah. Um, he was Every tackle, he held on extra couple yeah. of seconds, drove it in, pushed him down. It got to the point where, I, I think for the first time in my life, I saw Dangerfield play for a free kick. Yeah, yeah, um, I remember that one. He threw yep. his head back. And yep. I'm like, I've never seen him do that before. Yeah, um, it was great to see, especially considering of Bernie Vince used to play for Adelaide. Yeah, it's getting booed all day for it as well. Yep. There's a couple of bumps. I thought, oh, you're lucky you didn't get him high there, but that's what it is. Yeah. Um, and uh, Taylor Walker put a photo on Instagram afterwards that um, Dangerfield and Bernie Vince. Dangerfield had his arms around his neck. You know, yeah, around. I saw the one thing. I mean, uh, at the pub afterwards, probably yeah. down the. What am I doing? The Alma? I think that's what they're in. Yeah, something like that, which is good to see. Yeah. Um, because at the end of the day, they leave it on the field. And that's it. I mean, they're probably best friends next year too. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> spend a lot more time together at the pub in Melbourne. Maybe. If, uh, yeah, I can't see Dangerfield um, going to Melbourne. But yeah, you might no. be in Melbourne. In Melbourne, yeah. yeah. <laughs> might be just across the road from the Demons, I reckon. But anyway. Yeah. Um, and uh, Taylor Walker had uh, the, the Lazy Three. On a down day. Yeah. Um, I think it was McDonald who was playing on him. Um, uh, I think he had a bit of a rotation going on him as well. Yeah, which, I mean, you tend to do yeah. these days. Um, it, it says something that uh, they did a great job on him, and he's had a quiet day in kick three. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is, is really good. And it shows, you know, the team's obviously up and firing. Yeah, but the good thing was that he was imposing the forward line, and obviously he's, a, he's the key target, you know, for his forward line, which makes him the key target for their backmen. Yep. And they had some young people that came in and, you know, did their little part. You had Ellis Yolman, who he's playing kicked well. a couple. Yeah, yeah one from 60 or something like that. Yeah, something like that. And um, Hogan for, for Melbourne 
put in a good effort for a youngster as well. Yeah, the Hulkster. Yep. Um, and Jeremy Howe does what Jeremy Howe does. Yep, he jumps over buildings, I think. Yeah, it's, it's just such a weapon across yeah. the half-back flank. It's just, put it up there, I'm going for it. Yeah. Um, I think he took it over Lumumba. And yeah, then Taylor Walker coming through, crunch Lumumba yep. as well. Yeah, like, Lumumba. Cheers, mate. <laughs> it was like he got caught up in a bad wave or something, and his mum <laughs> follows it up right behind. Gary Lyons probably looking at him and going, I know what that feels like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't get no respect. Yeah. Um, but Adelaide, three and three. And yep. Yep. they've got, um, who they got next week? She's always just gone blank. I was going to say North. No. No, no they've already played look. North. No. Next week, they've got the Bulldogs. Bulldogs, yeah. Yep. Down which, at Etihad. Uh, um, which is going to be hard for the Bulldogs considering their injury list. It is, yeah. Bontem, yeah. Well, we'll get to that. Um, so on to the other um, derby or battle of the bridge or whatever. No, you try and make it exciting somehow. Well, you know, um, you've got to think of catchy names for some reason, but yeah. uh, they went for battle of the bridge instead. Yeah. Um, and it kind of felt like Sydney did enough. Yeah. Just, But that was it. Just yep. did enough. They were, and also interesting to see Goods got sent back to the Razzies. Uh, well, sent himself back. Did he really? It's very interesting. Because um, he wore the vest last week and yep. you know, came on when the game was done and dusted and yeah. didn't do much and wasn't asked to do much either. Yeah. But uh, apparently he said, um, I want to go back to the Neeful to play a full um, full 100 minutes rather than pull on the vest again. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. Which is, is two th- two things to look at that. One is, um, okay, he wants a full run around to give himself a proper go. Yeah. Um, that's fine, but two, he's already assuming that he's wearing the vest again. Yeah, yeah. Um, which you know, it's interesting. Um, I don't know how he went in the resis, but I do know that um, Tiziani smothered one of his kicks and got the whole, uh, uh, hold of the ball or free kick and kicked the kicked the goal. Oh, okay. Um, now that means nothing to anybody except that uh, uh, Lockie Tiziani, I think his first name is Lockie, um, right. son of Tony Tiziani, who oh, plays. Really? Uh, uh, you play footy with him in Broken Hill. Oh, really? So he's, he's oh, there you go. playing for the Murray Bush Rangers, I think. Oh, so he's caught up, caught up to the Neeful Reserves and he's smothered uh, a dual Brownlow medalist and kicked a goal. So anyway. Well, put that in the resume, won't you? I'm going to. Um, just an- another another doggy. Um, uh, North Broken Hill Bulldog um, on the way up. Um, okay. Uh, and, and sorry, the other thing about that game was uh, Franklin just doing what he does. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Kicking freaky goals. You, you, when you're planning this match out for GWS, you'd have to have some sort of benchmark where you're willing to concede Franklin's going to dominate for mm. this amount of goals or possessions because he's, he's hard to match up for the best of, best he, of teams. He's, a, he's gone from strength to strength. He's yeah. just gone to Sydney. Yeah. Um, and I don't think Phil Davis did a bad job. He was on him for most of the night. But. Yeah. And I mean, it's a good it's a good way to serve your apprenticeship on playing on players like that. Yeah. But when he's you know having shots from inside the square and they're clearing the fence. Yeah. Okay, you've done your job. You've made him kick it from 65. Yeah, <laughs> yeah from a, a you know, sceptical 65 as well, probably, with the markings at the end of Sydney. <laughs> um, and uh, Lukey Parker's goal. Did you see that one? No, I missed that one. Um, falling over, he's clipped it with the back of his heel, and it's slid through. Oh, my God. Um, it's Not many people can kick a goal by accident, but he's managed it, so you, you take those ones. This is true. It's, uh, it'll be something I'm sure he was reminded of in the change rooms. And it still didn't seem like they've got the interest they need for that derby yet. No, I mean, last year, you know, GWS came up and won one. Yeah. Um, and we thought, okay, here we go, we've got something. Yep. There's a little bit of a push and shove, but yeah, but not much. Yeah, there's not a whole lot they can do, still, is there? I think it's still a year or two off until GWS yeah. are real contenders. And yep. they're playing well. Yeah. It's a, it's a matter of... Um, yeah, it's just a matter of they're going to put it all together. Yeah. Um. But, you know, I mean, they've got the young kids there. And like we always say, they're going to be able to trade out probably this year, next year. And they'll start resembling a squad that's going to make a push for, for finals or have a plan to play finals, you know. They're tracking well. Yeah. You're, um, you're not planning to play finals with this squad that they've got. You're planning to, you know, put the system in place so that you can develop players, but also start looking at, at what holes you've got and how you're going to fill them in. And yep. a lot of that can be off-field as well, sort of setting the you know, team... Um, Directors love talking about culture these days. Yeah. It seems to be the big buzzword, and you got to get the culture right. And I mean, I can see the see the thinking behind it. It is kind of true, especially with off-field incidents. The media are so willing to just jump on you whenever yeah. you do something real fucking stupid. Well, they were very um, deliberate in trying to build that up. You know, they took all the kids in and basically made them live, made them all live together like it was a, a campus, like or a, yeah, that's right, or a college, um, yeah. American college team, and that it was kind more of like a dorm or something, wasn't it? 
Yeah, they're very aware that some of them are going to want to go home. Mm. And, you know, they've lost some, and that's going to happen. But um, you get a core um, group of players, and that's all you need, really. And then uh, you you build it, and the rest will come. Mm -hmm. On to what I think was probably a match of the round, um, and uh, something I'll talk a bit about, because I... Uh, got to attend North Melbourne versus Port. Must be tight. Ty- ah, North Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> um, the first thing, like I was um, about five rows back from the Port bench. Yep. And you, I don't think I fully appreciated how much coaching actually goes on from the bench. Yeah. Because um, Buddha Hocking was up about every five minutes. Yep. Um, giving signals to somebody out on the field. Like right. it, was, it was a different somebody each time. He just put his hand up and gave him signals and and that kind of stuff. And um, after I was watching, I started to actually... I, I knew what a couple of the signals were. Right. Um, so he put his hands up um, like this, to his two thumbs touching and his two fingers, uh, pointing oh, fingers pointing up. Like the goals for table footy. Like the goals for table footy, yeah, yeah, if you ever know flick footy. Um, and that was uh, late in the quarter. That meant, we're up, we'll take this lead, shut everything right. down. Right. Um, and he did it a few times. Um, but yeah, I, I, you don't really appreciate how much they can actually coach from the sideline. Not just yeah. sending the runner out, just from here, all right, set play, number four, yeah, um, that's how we're going to line up for this uh, ball up. I think um, Choco Williams does a good job of that on the Richmond bench, bench as well. I think he doesn't get enough credit that he deserves for the amount of coaching that he actually does. If you occasionally they show it on TV, yep. but he he looks like he is up and talking to every single player yeah, yeah. all game. Yeah, um, as opposed to you look at the Hawthorne bench, um, there are some you know that do that. But then yeah. there's Damien Monkhurst, who's always on the phone. Yeah, he's got a phone in one end and a sandwich in that's the other, it. nearly always. But I mean, you've, you've probably got a good five. Five men running around in the Hawks jumpers that go slot straight into a coaching role. We got coaches yeah. standing out there, yeah. Um, a lot of them. Um, so the North Port game, what a cracker of a game! Yeah, um, it sounds funny to say it was Port's first win for the year. I think they were they played better in the two losses, yeah. even the forty point loss to Sydney. Um, they didn't play that badly that game, um, but this one, North butchered the ball going forward. Yep. Um, yeah. And and should have won it. There's no doubt they should have won it. Um, missed a couple of easy ones. Don't want to go on about umpires, but there were some real funny decisions. Right. Um, and the other thing that would have won the North the game for North was if Jared Waite wasn't playing. Really? He was shocking. It's a liability. Uh, kick seven. Did he kick seven or eight last week? And this week, yeah. I, don't, I don't think he had an effective disposal. No, I say. Well, I was watching the the other game, which is the Tigers game, so I didn't get to see too much of it. But I was following along um, on the bottom corner and flicking back when I could. And yeah, it seemed like it was an amazing game. It was. It was a great game, um, and it wasn't decided until Kane Mitchell put it put one through real late. What was the crowd like? Was it well twenty four or twenty two or twenty four thousand somewhere around there? Which yeah, is almost bit, a bit disappointing. disappointing. Yeah, um, seeing that you know, uh, and the Port crowd were loud. Yeah, they were definitely there. Yeah, um, I mean they were still um, the minority. Yeah, but they were certainly making some noise. Uh, you Do you actually know any Port supporters that don't live in Adelaide? Uh, one, one. Um, uh, Kate and Jeff who oh, live in South oh, really? Australia. Oh, there you go. Well, Jeff is. Oh, there you go. Um, I think. Yeah, they might have switched now. Anyway, um, yeah, just the one. Yep. Um, and uh, yeah. Anyway, um, it was a cracky game though. Um, what was the other? Uh, Zebel again in yeah, trouble. Yeah, he's in Poor trouble, bastard. isn't he? It's, um, he can't help but keep get himself into trouble. Yeah. And there was nothing in it either. It's just a big hit, um, and he's thrown up blood on the sidelines. And there were a couple of a couple of good bumps during the, the weekend. There was a nice the, shirt yeah. front. I can't remember which game it was. There was a really clean shirt front. And, I mean, it should be a free kick, but I think they got it to play on. Yeah. Uh, there was a couple. There was one today from Luke Hodge, and the, oh, I know what you're talking about. There was another one earlier in the, in the round. Was, yeah. I just can't remember what it was. Um, I think it was Money Melbourne. But yeah, I can't remember. Oh, yeah. Bernie Vince had a couple. Yeah. But uh, might have been a little bit late. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, he wasn't really too worried about that, I think. Um, the other thing to take out of the game was, um, yeah, that's right. We're talking about the free kicks. Um, Jay Shooks kicked three goals from the same free kick against two different opponents, which yep. was he'd palm them off and they'd grab his arm with two arms. Yep. Um, I saw it a few times, like because we saw. May, I don't know if it was shown on the TV. He'd yep. actually palm him off and grab the, the jumper, uh, okay. and then they got two hands on his arm. And of course, yeah, 
the umpire sees the second one and pays a free kick, which is still correct. I mean, the umpire yeah. can only pay what he sees. Yeah, yeah. But after it's happened twice, surely the backman's got to be smart. Yeah, yeah. And go, you know what? I can't grab his arm with two hands. Yeah. Because they're not seeing it. I'm, I'm giving away else. free kicks yep. and he's kicking goals. Got to learn to break the grips. Do something. You know, um, you, you swing an arm or, yeah. you know, break, break it anyhow. Break grips. It reminds me of... Um Learning how to post up in basketball. It's exactly what I yeah. was thinking. You Two steps in, chop the arm. Big over. Post up. Yeah. yeah. Just get in front. Yeah. It's um, not, not rocket science, really. But Jay Shooks, man, you, if it keeps working, you keep doing it, don't yeah, you? Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, I, I I flicked over towards the end when it was close and the Richmond game was wrapping up. And I was impressed with um, Port's ability to close out the game, but their ability to keep their cool under that bit of pressure and know exactly what they need to do in that you're down by a few points so get the ball forward just any means possible make sure you've got loose men you need people around the ball and people peeling off and then once they kicked the goal they knew how to shut it down yep and that was that was seems like it's those keys that make a big difference towards the end of the season, especially with North Melbourne, who've gone through seasons where they've had close games, which will come back to bite them in the ass when yeah. this comes finals time. Uh, these things add up, and I think it should be a learning experience for North Melbourne because the world wraps on them before before this season, saying um, top four. That's what made, they're, what made, they're looking for? You made a prelim last year. You don't want you don't need yep. to go backwards. Yeah, yeah, and you know that's just what the. That's how close the margins are for yeah. those teams for that fourth spot. Yep. Is that these ones will come back and they'll bite you towards the end of the season. And it's, it's not just that, but early wins means that you can manage players later on yeah. or rest if you if exactly. need be. And but, just the confidence to know you can get through those situations when there's adversity. And it reminds you of Hawthorne where you watch them and when those games are close like that, it doesn't matter if they're down by a couple of goals, you just know they're going to win. And if they don't, then you've, you've stolen it, more or less, even yeah. if you're ahead by you know two two goals. Uh, those teams, they have that presence, and it becomes a habit. I think. Yeah, um, and you're right. It's um, it c- becomes a habit either way. Yeah, yeah. It's, I always think of um, you know, back around the 2000 mark with the Wallabies. I know we're going yeah. to a different sport, yeah. but I still remember watching one of the games, and they were down by two or three points, yep. and uh, a couple of seconds on the clock. I remember watching them going, oh, "That's all right. They always win. Don't worry about." It. Yeah, and sure enough. Yep. Down they go. Away they go. Another one, you know, John Eels kicks it in from the sidelines and they win again. Yep. Um, so it's a, yeah, it's the same thing. Um, you can get used to winning, you can get used to losing. Yeah. Um, and uh, with North, I mean, the problem they had last year was they were seen as so up and down. Yeah. Um, and they're, they're gone, you know, loss, win, loss already. Yeah. So it means they're due for a win this week. So yeah, get on them. Sure thing. <laughs> uh, on the Excuse me. On the port side of things, um, finally got the win on the board, but they haven't been shocking. Excuse me. They haven't been shocking. No. Um, you know, they've lost to uh, Port and Sydney, both who finished top four last year. Yeah. And now they've got... Uh, oh, they've got Hawthorne this week. Um, so that's a, a hard run in, but they'll be cherry ripe for that one, I think. Yeah, yeah that's true. And I mean, you, you can never count them out. They've, they're bloody annoying team to play against because it seems like they've just got an extra man on the field it does they've always got that one person spare and they're so quick uh, and the other good thing for Port was the return of Cracker um, oh, yeah, he's yeah. been through a lot and um, he didn't have yep. a blinder but he didn't play badly either yeah yeah. so it's, it is a good football can be a great redeemer yeah like that sometimes only um, if you win though <laughs> only if you win so for me that was the game of the round um, and thoroughly enjoyed um, being there and watching it yep um, whereas you were at home watching the Tigers Give the Lions a bit of a lesson. I was. and um, Trent Cochin absolutely killed it. He did. It wasn't as... Um, well, I mean, obviously it was a huge blowout, but not deservedly so, if that makes sense. Uh, uh, it was... they uh, Richmond was shit, but not as shit. Yeah. Well, they had some good good pieces of play, and obviously you can't be too shit and win by nearly 100 points. Yeah. But um, it wasn't a clean game. It, was, it wasn't scrappy, but Cochin started to free himself up and, you know, very clean on the up. And um, well, he's he seemed had, to be everywhere. He's had 37 touches and kicked a goal. Yeah. And took <laughs> took what would be mark of the week any other week except this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's exactly. probably not in the top six this <laughs> <Yep>. week. <laughs> there were some blinders. Um, but it was good to see that um, Richmond, for once, actually you know put someone to the sword. You know, yeah. It didn't, didn't come back in. Didn't let them come back into it. Yeah. Um, once they got ahead, they uh, they extend the lead at every break. I think they did. Uh, they would have gone close. Yeah. would have gone close. Yeah, absolutely they did. You know, and put on still eight goals in the final quarter. Yeah, they did did improve the improve at each break. So I mean that's good. It's um, 
as much as you can only beat who you're playing against, you yeah. still got to put the points on the board. And especially when it, you know in the middle of the ladder, it is going to be so tight that percentage yep. is going to make a difference. Yeah, it's only three rounds in, but you know they all count for the same. And I mean, it's just really disappointing from Brisbane. They had a lot of promise, but well, yeah, I, I, I picked them to finish eight. Yeah. Um, originally, then I changed it just before the season yep. because of their injuries. Um, yep. Geez, they look a rabble. Yeah, it does. And I mean, you've got the Beams brothers and Zorko seem to be doing their part. And I mean, they're missing Pat Fuller, I think. He's out, isn't he? Uh, yeah, he's pl- not playing for him anymore. He's playing for GWS. Oh, that's right. No, I don't know. I think the Irishman is out. Hanley's done his... Hanley, um, yeah, that's right. He'd do his knee pre-season. Yeah, something or, like Or something that. like that. He's, yeah. Anyway, he's not playing this year. But and I mean, they they, they beefed up with um, you know their pickups off season, and it seems like everyone else has fallen off. Not everyone else, but they've got the their star midfield, and no one's really stepping up anywhere else around yeah. the ground. I mean, uh, Beams had over thirty touches for the first time in his new colours. Yeah, um, yeah. But still, it's. Um, I think we're expecting more from Stefan Martin as well. Yeah. Because um, yeah. I. I I remember watching him in a practice match when he was playing for Melbourne, and I thought, "Jesus, kid's got something." Yeah, yeah. It's taken a little while for it to come along. Yep. Um, but um, not dominating yet. Um, yeah. But I mean, it's only three rounds in. Yeah, that's but, exactly right. It's still, geez, not much to cheer for just yet. No. And there was one disappointing thing to come out of it was Knights oh, doing his uh, hamstring. Not sure what the diagnosis is yet, or how many weeks he's out, but you got to feel for the bloke. It's more weeks. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's sad, but you almost think, thank God, it's just a hamstring. Yeah, exactly. But it could still be two months out. Yeah. But for a poor bastard, it, again, it might be just somebody that, yeah. a professional. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The contact sport just isn't agreeing with your yeah. body. And a lot of times with, with these sort of things, the damage is done when you're younger. And, you know, it's only sort of coming around these days where you have not the professional approach, but the professional attitude towards your body when you're in the younger years. Yeah. Whereas, like, I remember growing up, uh, I was a flat foot, had problems with my back, never went to the doctor once, yeah. ever. No, I never got it checked out, ever. And, like, now I get, a, I get a pinched sciatic nerve, and so it really affects, like, down the back of my leg and makes it really hard to walk. And it's like, it was as simple oh. as going to a doctor when you're younger, yeah. and you just don't do it. And maybe just, all you had to do was lay on a roller for a yeah. couple of minutes. Yeah, that's it. But, but, but these days, the, it seems the people... The body doesn't more. forget. Yeah, exactly. But it seems these kids, maybe you know, within the next five to ten years, we might see something different. But Have bionic. With, with the increase in sort of the stress on the body with the modern game, I think maybe it is sort of a, a following effect that needs to flow down towards the lower levels once they catch up with the same style of footy and the same philosophies flow down. I think you'll see different approaches from younger people, especially when uh, it comes to concussions and um, just the the medical approach to injuries these days. Yeah, yeah, it's it's got to happen. But I mean, they do extreme things with their bodies, yeah. um, things that yeah. you know, pushing them to the absolute limit. But yeah. at the same time, they've got all the support behind it to try and make it right. Yeah. But yeah, like you're saying, you do something as younger, the body doesn't forget. Yep. Got, <laughs> unfortunately, you can't wipe that. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, how did Jackie Boy go? Kicked, kicked four? Jack did good. He did good. Took a few strong marks. And I mean, yeah, the first quarter, he was a little bit up and down and remonstrating a little bit. But apparently, Dimmer got stuck into him at quarter time. At quarter and, time. Yeah, yeah, I did hear that. He came back out and yeah, he was pretty good after that. Chased down well. And, you know, he's always going to give you the full range of Jack's emotions. And that's what yep. you love to see. It wouldn't be a Tiger Ford line without someone doing that. <laughs> without somebody getting the shit. <laughs> yep. But um, he played well. Greg played all right. Basha Hooley, he stepped up and played a decent game. Um, Shane Edwards, yeah, he was good. Griffiths kicked a couple of good goals. Jeez, he's got a booming foot. Doesn't he? And he led strong as well. 
missed a couple of shockers from close range, but yeah. Did um did Vickery play? No, he's still um still, still done for Coburg. Yeah, uh, is he still suspended injury. or is he injured? I think he might be injured. Yeah, he's not playing at all. Um, Christensen for for Brisbane it was a good pickup. He did did what he could. Yeah, he's always around around the ball or thereabouts. But um, you know, there's only so much you can do by yourself when you when that's small. You know, oh, when your team's getting done by eighty, yeah, yeah, not much one person can do to pull yeah. that back. I think he did more than what you'd expect someone in his role to do. Yeah. Um, okay, on to the Sunday games. Um, Hawthorne Bulldogs, and I think it was this is a massive shame of a game yep. that um, uh, Matty, Matthew Boy and Bontepelli yeah. played. Uh, that's just tragic. Yeah. Um, not just you know because obviously I'm a Hawthorne supporter. I want to see Hawks win, and that's yeah. that's great for us for a winning side. I was looking so forward to watching um, Bontepelli run around. Yeah, yeah, he, exactly. He's in his second year, and he's reached that kind. I want to see him play. Yep. Um, and I, I don't think it was gamesmanship. You know, we're going to save him for yeah. this one. We don't think we're going to win. That's no. just bullshit. If he's not playing, it's legit. Yeah, and exactly. Was there. Yep. And then they lost two players in the first quarter um, in Mitch Wallace, who doesn't look good at all. He's done his back. Yeah. And was it uh, Morris, I think, uh, did an ankle or something as well? Uh, can't remember, yeah. But... I, I think, anyway, he, he had to get subbed out as well. Yep. Um, that just it killed the game, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, injuries for Bulldogs have gone from shit to very shit yeah. <laughs> in quick succession. Um, but they still had some positives out of the game. Um, I thought um, Johansson and yep. um, Lynn John. Lynn John, he's, he's really stepped up this season in the yeah. first few games. Um, once or twice he got caught, you know, um, holding the ball by trying to take the game on. Yep. You don't mind that at all. Yeah. It, yeah. It's a positive action. It's yeah. not... From indecision yeah. or... And you prefer that than giving a, a quick hand pass to someone who just gets tackled straight away. Yeah, the old hospital handballs. Yeah. Um, so I thought they had a lot of positives out of it. I saw um, Cyril take a bit of a hanger as well at some point. Two in two minutes. Yeah. Um, his kicking is shocking again. Though. His set shots. That yeah. Is, yeah. His field kicking was perfect. Yeah. Um, and then I think one of the set shots, they showed his grip of the ball. Yeah. Um, one of the weirdest grips I've ever seen. Because you know how we were talking about they have one hand high, one hand low. Yep. He, they were high and low and twisted. It was weird. Oh, kind of like a torpy set up or something. Something like that. It was so, such a weird grip. Um, and it wasn't helping. I mean, the breeze wasn't helping either, but geez, yeah. some of them you should have put through. Um, Ruffy put put in a lazy seven. Um, a couple of them were, you know, easy ones out the back. But yeah. it was, yeah, it was just such a shame. I was looking forward to the game and the, the outs for the Bulldogs just didn't make it... Um, um, competitive, yeah, and yeah, just you're you're excited midweek for this match, thinking maybe this is going to have a little bit of spark to it, a little bit of something. Like, and it could have been something. It was a, it would have yeah. been a great test for um for the Bulldogs, yeah, and uh, yeah, just killed it, unfortunately. Um, Luke Hodge is obviously past it. He only had two tackles for the day. That's a bit piss weak. <laughs> Luke Hodge, yeah, yeah, forty four touches though. Yeah, scored a hundred and fucking plenty on <laughs> Supercoach. I'm just having a look on um I don't know what the AFL app. Um, fantasy footy or dream team or whatever it is 159 yep. oh yeah that was um, the dream team is it yeah um, so he's kicked two goals including the bullshit from outside 50 which is just that's that's, just, what, that's what he does that's yeah. just what he does some bullshit goal from outside 50 so if you could he'd be doing it from half back um, how would you feel with you Jordan Lewis you've had uh, 40 plus touches a couple of marks you know a great game and somebody else has still scored better than you yeah yeah. <laughs> so two players getting over 40 touches and then Let's uh, let's have a look. Um, one two, and two others getting over thirty. Yep. Um, yeah, they just had the ball on a string for most of the day. Um, then yeah, Bulldogs were just second to the contest, just about everywhere. Yeah, and I'm down in Tassie as well. I mean, I think uh, Hawks have built themselves a nice little home ground advantage there. Yeah, because it, it does seem to be a bit of a like a, a breezy kind of little place. I think it's the last of the true suburban grounds. Yeah, yeah. You know, you've still got suburban grounds in um, uh, Metricon. Yeah, and um, GOS, oh, whatever that is, Guild Stadium and, and Spotless, I think yeah. they call it. Um, so there's still a couple of them, but that aren't you know just cauldrons. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so you know when there's a breeze, it can still go through. Yeah, um, and when they're kicking for goal, there's still a few goals that end up in the car park. Yeah, and I mean I think they still got bench seats, so yeah. I mean, that counts. <laughs> I think Adelaide Oval, uh, sorry, um, Footy Park still has bench seats uh, when they last used it too. Yeah, probably. But anyway, there's a reason they don't use it anymore. Yeah. Um, so, th- yeah, that was a shame. The Bulldogs, it's going to hurt them in weeks to come, too, those injuries. Um, speaking of injuries, going to hurt them in weeks to come. Uh, the Geelong and uh, Gold Coast. Yep. Gold Coast come out of the blocks. It's, they clicked. Yeah, like they Everyone did. thought they were going to this year. Yep. Um, and then just didn't have the maturity at the end of the day. No, and it seemed like, like I watched the end of it. 
And um, Gold Coast kicked a goal. I think there's maybe like three and a half minutes left, four minutes left or something. Put them within ten or something. Put them within like four. No, one within like four points or something. Yeah. No one was excited. No one up and about. Just you know, little low high five or low five or something, and run jog back to your position, and just nothing there. No spark. Everybody's going to say it, but they're right. Is um, they've been in this position before. Yeah. And what do they do? Uh, Give it to Gary. Yeah, exactly. And Gary's not there. Yeah. Um. So they're they're still going to do with that, but um, yeah. That's you know that's a young side. I think they should have got the win. I reckon. Oh, it would have been the bigger bigger story yeah. if they did. But um, Geelong finally get a win on the board. Yeah. Um, without Hawkins, yep. who's sitting in the sides. Um, but Walker played a good game. He took a couple of nice grabs, which yep. he does. And um, Selwood got his his you know lazy few free kicks. <laughs> oh, he um, got the the blood you know. Uh, cut above the eye like he always does yeah I reckon he's got the old wrestler's trick put the switchblade switch in the back blade, pocket yeah if uh, he's got that much scar tissue up there he may as well just, you know walk in with it being yeah stuff. exactly exactly um, he's, got, yeah. he's got cauliflower eyebrow <laughs> <laughs> lazy 38 touches that's all in a goal yeah 21 um, handballs yeah well mm, that's interesting I didn't mm. know that um, it's a uh, yeah might be a lot of give and goes there yeah, the old one-two around the back, one-two, one-two. Got himself in the in the dream team, um, but uh, they had more injuries coming out of it. Lonigan got knocked out. Yep. Um, Bartel, I, I don't know what the final report was. Yeah, but no, that I didn't ever get an appearance. It looked that. shocking though, when the knee goes sideways. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's bad when you know even the commentators were saying if he's lucky, it's a medial, yeah, and not a cruciate. Yeah, but that's still you know that's going to be another couple of months out. Um, and uh, I think Harry Taylor had a, a back complaint or something as well. Uh, so it's not... You know, it's like it's, it's showing a few cracks. No, it's, it's not looking good. And it, for um, you know, Especially when you consider Hawkins didn't play. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he had those back issues a couple of years ago where he could barely touch his toes. Yeah. Although it was um, a bit of a cracker goal at the last... At the end of Seal It by... Um, uh, who was, was it? Walker or... Uh, Bill Clapp. Bill... Uh, Blicklaves. Blicklaves, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, because there would have been like a fair case to say maybe pass it backwards, thirty seconds to go, just, yeah. down by four points, just try and hold on to it and like, give them the the kick from out from full back if you if you score the point. That's, that's not easy to do. But but you love someone who backs himself and goes nut, nah, you know, because there's going to be a point where you're down by four points and that has to be a goal. Yep. So yeah. It was, anyway, at the end of the day, they got a win on yeah. the board. Yeah. Um, next week they host North, so that'll be a, a cracker as well. Yeah. Um. And the final game of the round, fuck knows what happened to you. Yep. So, um, Frio kicked the first 11, uh, and then kicked, what, six for the rest of the game. Yep. And just like they put the queue in the rack real early. Yeah. Really rest Yep, that'll do. We'll, so, um, they've kicked three to nine second half goals. Yep. After kicking, you know, um, 14 in the first half. Um, did enough. Yeah, they did yeah. enough. And um, I think um, West Coast had more injuries as well. Um, yeah, in their back line, they're, it's they've been just cruel um, this year. That their year's not even going to get a chance to get off off the ground. No, and I mean, well, we did pick it before before the season. I mean, thinking about those those um, little roughies we, we conjured up uh, pre season. Uh, got the yep. the Brisbane one looked looking like it might come true. Well, they're not doing too well. Lepich out after Melbourne. Yep, yep. Round sixteen and um, West Coast's demise. Yeah, it's understandable. They've had, yeah. they've just been absolutely slaughtered. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the only other remarkable thing about this game was it might be, you know, three rounds in, might be the first time that Nat Fife doesn't get the three votes. Yep. Um, you'll probably only get one or two. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, um, in a losing side, Lacrosse still kicked five. Yeah, he did. Missed Not a couple a, that he should have got two. Yeah, but... Made it harder to put his 200th or whatever, or 400th or... Some bullshit uh, uh, milestone goal, yeah, something like that. But um, it's just such a, such a weird, weird game. Yeah, um, like I said, I, I do think it was just a bit of cue in the rack kind of stuff. Yeah, we well, were looking at the um, like the scoring trend, and it just looks like someone dug a hole. <laughs> That's what it is. It's like a speed bump or a pothole, rather. Yeah. Um, so, Frio undefeated. Um, yeah. Do we? You think they're the real deal then? Um. Because no, I, think, I think we all said like this is going to be the year that they fall back. We did, we did, and I'm st- I'm still not sold. I'm still not sold. I'm still not a believer. But um, I mean, they knocked off who they beat Port, West Coast, and uh, whoever they beat last week. I have been known Geelong. to be wrong. So, um, so I mean, that 
All you can do is beat the team in front of you. That's exactly right. But who that is? Sydney, Melbourne, Essendon, Bulldogs, and North coming up. So, obviously, this week against Sydney is the, the big test. Yep. And yep. Uh, and I'm going to tip them. Um, all right. Well, that's round three. Let's very quickly go through round four, and then we'll get into the, the bigger issues. I don't know what they are, but we'll make them up. We'll make some up. Yeah, I'll make up some rumours. Um, Friday night, MCG, the only Friday night game for Melbourne all year. Yep. Uh, against the Tigers. Yep. Um, you, you, you backing your boys? Well, I mean, i got to. But Melbourne <laughs> fucking always got the wood on, on us when I'm watching anyway. Oh, yeah, that's right. They they embarrassed them uh, during the, the week that Tom Afey died last yep. year. Yep, yep. So, um, yeah, I mean, night match, Friday night, old Bacchus. Yeah, I reckon Melbourne might get up. Yeah, I think um, they've definitely got a chance. They, they, I think they showed a lot in the game in Adelaide. Yeah. Um, St. Kilda v. Carlton. Westpac Stadium. Where the hell Where is the, Westpac it, Stadium? It must be New Zealand. Oh, of course it is. It's the Anzac Day. Oh, Anzac Day, yeah, of course. Yeah, of course they're playing yeah. um, the, first, uh, the first game on the six-game uh, well, Anzac that's Day. right, yeah. Yeah, glad you mentioned that. Yeah. Um, but this could be the Wooden Spoon Cup already. Yep. Round four, and we're, we're playing off for it. Yep. Um, who knows who's going to win this one? It could be a nil-all draw. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But um, I, I want to see St. Kilda get one of the belt. You know, I'd like to see him get up. But um, I it's, don't, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. It's going to be, tough. It's going to be a tough game to watch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I mean, let's be honest, I won't be watching it. <laughs> uh, well, other games to watch on, on that day, I reckon. Well, yeah. Thank God it's uh, it's a standalone. But yeah, uh, yeah I, I might be, um, I don't know, cutting my hair or something. Yeah. Um, and the big one, Essendon, Collingwood, Anzac Day. Such an emotional game every year. And yep. they always say, it doesn't matter where they are on the ladder, they get up for this game. Yep. Having said that, I think Essendon are going to absolutely pump them. Yeah, I think they will too. Um, if uh, if they took the foot off the pedal um, this week with Carlton, yep. they won't with Collingwood. Yeah, exactly. And Essendon, you know, they've got their confidence back and... Do you know, there's always that little bit of trepidation, not having a proper preseason match, and, and how that works out. Yeah, maybe it works out in their favor. Maybe that little bit maybe of extra rest and they're not run out could be a new philosophy on um, training. Well, they've got all the young guns that do all the running. And yeah, the uh, old stages like uh, Watson, Goddard, and, uh, and Cooney to, and, and Chappie to do the thinking. Yep. Um, and Danaher's he's starting to um, to come into his own. Yeah, a couple more kilos on his frame, and he'll be you'll be dominating. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, both picking Essendon for that one. Yep. Um, Giants versus the Suns, yeah, the two expansions. I think um, this this might be when we confirm that the Giants have actually overtaken them. Yeah, yeah, it could be too. Um, the, the Suns showed something, at least, against um, uh, Geelong this week. Yeah. Um, so hopefully they can keep the effort up. And that's the thing with, with um, Gold Coast is that it's not so much about what they showed, it's what they didn't show that's most yeah. worrying. Yeah, yeah. Um, at the same time, they, they didn't, their first couple of weeks they really haven't shown much at all yeah at least they had something this game yeah you know didn't have the polish at the end of the day yeah yeah um i think gws actually do have that polish yeah already yeah um so yeah i'll be tipping the giants again for that one yeah i think i'll be on the giants and uh port and hawthorne down at adelaide oval so the uh, prelim rematch from last year and i guarantee that'll be brought up all week yep that'll be a cracker too um ollie wines is out He's uh, cracked his wrist yeah, that's right. um, during the game on the weekend. Um, so they'll be desperate to get uh, Lob back in, the Ruckman. Yeah, yeah. Because um, they went with just Paddy Ryder uh, in the Ruck um, against Goldstein. Yeah. And, and did did well. Yeah. But but they have said that that's not what they want out of Paddy. Yeah. Um, he's more going to be a troubleshooter. Yeah. Filling roles that, that they need, and he's capable of doing that. And so. they want him to float forward and kick a few. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, once they get the Lobby back in, that's what I'll be looking for. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, Port will have a lot of emotion for this one because, like we said, it will be the yeah. the prelim and it will be brought up all week. And, and, I mean, you can't underestimate how important, like, uh, an overwhelming home crowd can be in the big matches like this. They'll be boys get up. Yeah, especially when they lost to Sydney two weeks ago. Mm. Um, mm. So they won't want to lose twice in a row at home. Yeah. Um, but, Jesus. is... Uh, uh, Harsh run into the season for them, but um, you know, if you want to be a premiership contender, that's what we've got to do. That's it. And I mean, it, it is the the stage where you get a little bit of pressure to just you know test the waters on how you're going to go come the come the big stage. Come the big stage, yeah. Um, and the shocking thing about the uh, the way this round set up is that game's on at the same time as Frio and Sydney because there's two absolute wow. brilliant games. Um, it, it's 
you know, if, if you don't go for one of those teams, um, yep. it's really hard to decide which one you want to watch. Yep. Um, but Frio and Sydney, this is game is going to really tell us if Sydney has switched on yet yeah. or if Frio are serious contenders. Yep. Um, and I think it, it, the answer might be both. Yeah. And I think Frio will probably do enough to win at home. Yep. I mean, it could be amazing if both of them turn out to be duds. <laughs> they battled out for eighth and ninth and shit. Um, this will, there's uh, three undefeated teams, and this is two of them lining up against each other. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, the, the, you know, like Highlander says, there'll only be one at yep. the end of it. Um, it'd be very interesting to see what Sydney do with five. Um because you can't just let him run around and get 30-plus touches. Yeah, exactly. Um, if you, you do that, you're not going to win. And that was the big mistake that West Coast made. You can see five doing as he pleases. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, he, record's he's, abandoned. He's too skillful. Um, yeah, yeah. See if they can actually stop him from getting votes. From, yeah. Because you know, it might not happen very often this year at all. And, I mean, looking down, this is, this is a good weekend for matchups on sorting out who's shitting and who's yeah. going to be the, the contenders. It's, I mean... It starts to be nearly at this stage, you know, rounds five and six, especially where you start to see, okay, this is... Really what the team yep. is. Yeah. Um, so it looks like you've got um, the battle for finals, for eighth, and for spoon. Yep. Because uh, the other end of the, the spoon end is uh, yep. Brisbane and West Coast. Brisbane West Coast, yep. Uh, and this is just about um, Brisbane seconds versus West Coast seconds, the yeah. way they're running. Yep. Um, up in Brisbane. Uh, yeah. Brisbane won't have many chances for wins this year, by the look of it. Yeah. This yeah. might be one of them, but I'm yeah. still going to go for the away team. Yeah. Uh, I'll back Brisbane in. I reckon they've got to win one. Got to win one. Yep. Plus, I want to get a bit of hype going first, so then, you know, <laughs> disappointment will be much more disappointing and media gets on it. So, you reckon if they're 0-16, uh, that'll be uh, not as bad as 1-15? and 15. Well, I reckon if they're... I'm going for 6-4 and four at the midway break, or the... The, what is it? It's round 10 round or 10 round 11? Before the buys. Yeah, before the buys. And um, so I'd like to see him get a few runs on the board, get a bit of hope about, and then it's going to be 0-4 after the, the buy. I don't like your chances. I don't think, no. they'll, I don't think they'll get six wins no. every year. The way they're travelling. Um, Geelong and uh, Kangaroos down at uh, Skilled Stadium. Yep. Um, this is going to be very interesting. Because uh, yeah. Kangaroos are due for a win. Yep. There's one win, one loss, one win. Uh, sorry, one loss, one win. That's the way they go. Geelong... Be very interesting to see what twenty-two they line up with with their injuries yep. and everything. Um, um, be interesting to see how North Melbourne pick apart Gold Coast performance today down at uh, Cattery. There, see what they can learn from it. Yeah, see if, uh, if it was just more of a Geelong doing not much right, or what sort of pressure they put on them into forcing them into mistakes. Or... Well, that's it. They've got to hassle yeah. and run um, yep. because uh, a few of the the old cats are looking at it a little bit slow. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's uh, again another uh, payback from. Um, the finals last year with um, North that knocked Geelong out. Yeah. And um, I mean, I think for this one, accurate kicking will be a big factor in how this game gets uh, pans out. All right. Well, Especially well, down at Geelong where you tend to get a bit of a breeze. A little bit of a, there. more of a and swell with the opening. It's the home ground advantage on kicking for goal there, I think, is a little bit more prominent than playing in Melbourne at the MCG already had. So, yeah, Mel- uh, North Melbourne, if they're going to have a chance, straight kicking is essential. So, may as well put weight on... Um, Stevie J or something, see him down back. I tell you, what, if they put weight on the Geelong side, they, they'd have a better <laughs> have chance. A chance. <laughs> no, he's due for a good game because, um, yeah, he was shit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm picking kangaroos. Um, and to round it out, yeah, I think the kangaroos. Yeah, yeah, kangaroos. Yeah. Round it out, Adelaide Bulldogs at Etihad. Um, yeah. Again, I just it's hard to pump this one up, isn't it? It could get embarrassing. Yeah. Um, but hopefully the Bulldogs get enough of their first stringers back. Um, you know, they, yeah. it was such a, oh, so disappointed we didn't get to see the full team today. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, Adelaide should go through. Yeah, and, can't and, go against Adelaide Planet Etihad. And uh, keep their top spot on the ladder. Um, so, yeah, we go. That's what's coming up for, for round um, round four, Anzac Day weekend. Yeah. It's always a, a, a big game. Um, I'm I'm glad there's actually six games that they've tried to space out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, yeah. Saturday night's just going to be such a... That's a cracking football night. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. Didn't realise how much I was looking forward to it until just said. Yep, until you start looking down the list and yeah. <laughs> figuring out what means what. And, I mean, I'm, um, I don't know if they do it intentionally, but it seems like they've got the the key key matches on these these weekends the, just to make a... Yeah, trying to make it a very big weekend. So you make that selling point, you know what I mean? Um, just have a look. Yeah, we covered all the games. Um, 
on the the common medal race. Yep. Um, so I'm just having a look now. You got Kennedy is still leading it with 13. Um, yep. He obviously he's kicked 10 in one game, and three in the other two. Yep. Um, Kennedy, Franklin, Walker, Ruffhead, and then Rewalt. Um, no real surprises, is there? Really? No. Um, I always think, thought, you know, early in the season, you see somebody pop up, you think, oh, yeah, where did he come from? Yeah, yeah. You know, some small forwards kicked five, five and four or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But um, it's just the same old, same old at the minute. Yeah. Um, mm. You know, Kennedy's got a big one that's put him up at top. But Exactly. And, I mean, it's just really hard to tell that, tell this season, like, how it's going to go because you've had opportunities where you've had blowouts, but the yeah. usual suspects aren't necessarily the ones that are kicking all the goals. So it seems that the key to being really successful offensively is to have a lot of goal kickers. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to have a real domination with um, one person. But, I mean, you had Kennedy do it with West Coast and you had, um, uh, as you said before, Wait scored a few for He for kicked seven last week yeah. and then barely got a kick this week. Yeah. But, I mean, for the other players, like even um, Tigers only had Jack with four and it was pretty well spread out. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's what you need these days. You, yeah. you can't have you know plugger kicking sixteen. Exactly, it just doesn't happen. In I mean, even when Kenny kicked ten, I don't I still know how they didn't figure. Maybe we'll just chuck someone down that little slot he's leading into over and over and over again. <laughs> well, you know, it was Carlton. Yeah, true. They were just. Uh, I th- think they were sick of it then. Yeah. Um, uh, and the other interesting thing I thought I brought up, you know, again showing how the game's changed without looking. Who do you reckon's got the most marks in the AFL after three rounds? Um, most marks in the AFL, or just what kind of player? I'd go uh, half-back floater. Pretty close. It's the full-back for Essendon, Kyle Hooker. Really? Has the most marks Shit. in the AFL. Um, second is Jordan Lewis. Really? Yeah. Uh, Just floating around? Yeah. yeah, averaging 9.7 and 9.3 marks a game, respectively. So yeah. I, I'm guessing a lot of those are uncontested, yeah. both of them. Um, it's just the way it is now. Yeah. Well, because you see, like, the, everyone's got that the same structure of forward line pressure and you just find lots of times under pressure be long kicks out straight to opposition or yep. you know con- then, to one contest and they're more prepared to kick backwards and, and you yep. know switch it around and yep. I, I don't think that's a bad thing because when you switch it around there's usually space on the other side and then it's nice and yeah free-flowing. exactly but you still need that accuracy and um, uh, space yeah. in the back line you need a- Backman with a brain too. Yeah. Ooh, which is rare. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why that's, that's, it's good in theory. It's just the execution. If you don't do it um, quick and direct, uh, you're just kind of fucking yourself up. Yep. And then it gets really embarrassing. And there was a, yep. there was a couple today in um, early in the uh, West Coast Frio game. Yeah. Uh, I was one with Wellingham kicking it across and he hit Tabernacle right on the chest. Yeah. Who, yeah uh, unfortunately, didn't fi- finish it off. But yeah. God, geez, it looks bad when it goes like that. Yeah. And Brisbane did a fair bit of that against Richmond as well. And- oh, I did that. It's just, I mean, if your team's down by a goal or two, then you love it. But, I mean, it's just embarrassing to watch at that point. <laughs> anyway, um, I think uh, I think that's about it. You got anything else? No, I think that's about it. Um, yeah, looking up, looking forward to a, a big week this week coming up. Yeah, Sadie Anzac Day is going to be an absolute cracker a day of footy. Um, it looks like another a very tough to tip round. Um, I got uh, eight last week, and it's going to be a lot of coin flips this week. Yep, yeah. I just give up on tipping these days. <laughs> actually, said the only tipping contest I'll enter these days is if you're trying to pick the losers. Right. That's the only one I'm going to enter. Okay. I haven't found one yet, but yeah, you know, if anyone's interested. Spoken like a true Richmond supporter. Come on. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that's uh, round three in the books. Yep. Catch you later. All right. Bye-bye. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.